Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part four in our conversation on self-awareness. We hope you enjoy. You said several really helpful things there, but one one thing that stood out to me that I want to highlight a little bit is you, we're not advocating for you to just like stop somebody off the street and like say, how are, you, how are you experiencing me? It's people that can actually give you an answer, people that actually know you. And it reminded me of something that I heard my dad say years ago, which was, that he, in his opinion, you know, a sign of maturity in somebody was that they had re- deep relationships for a long period of time. Mm, so yeah. a friend that was long lasting, even a spouse that was long lasting, because he said, you know, in order to have a long relationship, that means that person is going to know you intimately. Mm. Um, and I don't mean that, I, what I mean by intimately is just they're going to know like your quirks and your and your and your the weird parts of you and your struggles and your fears and how you deal with conflict and how you react whenever you don't get your way and and that's why it's like if you if you find yourself like you know there's some people I know and again I, I don't want to sound judgmental at all here because we all struggle with this to some degree mm. I don't want to be with people that challenge me right but I know that it's good for me. Um, yeah. but, but there are people that, right. They have like a new best friend every year and they don't have long relationships. You got to ask why, why? And, and yeah. And if that's you, it's like, ask why, right. Is it the moment that you got challenged or the moment you didn't get your way or the moment that somebody pushed back against you? It's like, you know, that person's dead to me and I'm going to move on mm-hmm. to a group of people that will affirm who I am. And unfortunately we live in a world right now that really kind of encourages that kind of behavior where surely we're not, we don't want to be around people that are that are traumatizing us or that are or that or that are like explicitly harmful to us like mm-hmm. yeah we're not talking about surrounding yourself with people that are going to put you down and and tell you how terrible you are all the time that's not healthy but it's also not going to do you any favors to be around people that are just telling you how great you are and how awesome you are and affirming every decision you make, just regardless of how it might negatively affect you or others. That's definitely not going to be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Cause either of those groups, even though they're extreme different, they don't care. They are not, no, that is not don't. right of the right type of caring for you. It's not, it's not help. It's not healthy. Yes, Absolutely. And so, and so we want to, do we have anyone in our life that, that we've walked with long enough that knows us well enough that we can say, Hey, how are you experiencing me? Hmm. And be honest with me. Um, what are, are, are there things that you notice in me? What do you notice in me? That's, that's good. And that you would want to encourage and point out what things have you, have you noticed anything that, that that's been troublesome or concerning. How have yeah. you been experiencing me? You know, and just keep asking and 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 listen, listen, right? Don't push back or give justification. Just shut up and listen. Yeah, and it's definitely this is definitely a question to ask where you're like, I got to set the table for the conversation. Yeah, it's not just something you just walk up in in the middle of something that if people are busy or it's like, hey, I just you got a second. I'm going to ask you this really heavy question. And then you're like, oh, you know, you're doing fine. And then, okay, cool. They think I'm doing fine. Like tell them like, it's like, Hey, I have an important question. I want to talk to you about if you have, you know, 10, 15 minutes, the next, next couple of days. And then when you ask, it's like, everything's fine. When you ask them this, don't respond. Just tell them. It's like, Hey, I just want to hear your, how you're experiencing me and know that like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to respond outside of saying, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for sharing that with me. 
and then take that in, like write it down. Don't give excuses or respond right away. Let it sit. Like that's tough, especially if it's not the things you want to hear because there's reasons. Yep. Yeah. The reasons that we're, that we like, like when we can start feeling the tension in our chest or in our back and in our arms, when someone starts telling us the things that we don't want to hear, like there's uh, like, um, there are times in a handful of my relationships where I know that if they start a conversation, it's like, Hey, can I talk to you about something? Like I can just feel the tension in my chest, like crap, I did something stupid or I forgot something. This is not going to be a comfortable conversation. Yeah. So it's, it's the people like a good way to say, to figure out who this person, who you should ask is, are they, do they celebrate when something good happens to you? Are they, are they, uh, do they get sad when something sad happens to you? That's this is a, a true friend is someone who you can waste time with. That's good. That's good. We'll have to talk about friendship on an episode. I think that's an that's excellent really idea. I'm going to go ahead and read John Calvin's quote because I think this is good. Um, and this is in the beginning of like his magnum opus uh, institute, the institutes. And it's a, it's a quote from the first chapter of the institutes. And John Calvin says, and for anyone listening that doesn't know John Calvin, he was, um, he was a part of the church reformation, same time frame ish of Martin Luther. Um, and a very important figure in church history. But John Calvin says, without knowledge of self, there is no knowledge of God. Our wisdom, insofar as it ought to be deemed true and solid wisdom, consists almost entirely of two parts. Pay attention to this part. He says, the knowledge of God and the knowledge of ourselves. But, but as these are connected by many ties, it is not easy to determine which of the two proceeds and gives birth to the other, end quote. So, the knowledge of God and the knowledge of ourselves, it's important that we, that we pursue both. Mm. Um, we're not saying we're more important than God. Okay, I know somebody's going to say that we said that. We're not saying that. Um, we're just saying that it's really important that we know what's going on inside of us because if our call as Christians is to know God and to live a life that is, you know, um, making much of him. And if we are made in his image and if he is our creator, then we're made to be in relationship with him. We're not saying against any of that, all of that can be true while at the same time, it's important that we know ourselves because what is it that we're giving to God? What yeah. is it that we're sacrificing to God? What is it that we're submitting to God? We say all these things, but if we don't know ourselves, then we don't know what we're submitting. We don't know what we're sacrificing. We don't know what we're giving up. So we have to be mindful of who we are in light of who God is. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with episode five and our conversation on self-awareness. We'll see you then.